She Can Talk, Art Podcast, Episode 7, Had Davis. Hi guys, welcome to She Can Talk. Today it was my turn to choose an artist to talk about, and I've chosen illustrator Had Davis. So I hope you've been researching ladies. I met Had through Instagram, and although I've never actually met her in person, I feel like we're kind of illustratory friends. Like, she always likes all my photos and comments on things, and messages me and encourages me which is really really nice I've got a few artists that I know in a similar way and it's like a lovely little online community so Had lives in Shropshire and she's 18 years old she's just finished her A-levels in fine art photography and graphic design which I think are very strong subject choices her work is already amazing and she's only 18 she's just a baby really She uses a combination of print, paper cut and textiles and she says her work kind of has two different paths that run alongside each other, discussing the same things but in different ways. So she focuses on like social issues, gender equality, mental health, climate change. Her fine artwork is kind of more raw and explicit than her illustration work and she uses minimal colours and harsh materials to directly discuss these topics. But through her illustration and pattern design, she's particularly interested in creating work that sparks joy. All of her patterns and prints have a certain sense of energy and playfulness to them. And she actually said that she's suffered with mental health, particularly anxiety. And so she kind of leans towards bright, bold colours and prints as a way to kind of create like a safe, fun place for others, which I think is really nice. I've suffered with mental health over the years and I try to fill my home with bright, colourful, cheery things. So I guess she's onto something. Before I even saw her work, I took to Had because she reminds me of my youngest daughter who painted flowers on a pair of Doc Martens and wore them to grammar school in the early 90s. She was a rebel. And a headmistress told me that as an A-level student, I was letting her ruin her future by choosing art at uni when she could have done a worthwhile degree. And Had has had the same kind of problems herself because people have presumed being an artist, she mustn't be very clever, which is... You don't have to be a rebel and very clever to be an artist, but a lot are. When I actually saw her work, um, I just fell in love with the bold, beautiful colours and the patterns. Um, There's one design, it's black with pink and orange leaves on it and dots in pink, orange and white. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And she's got it on like boot covers and on bags. And that's my favourite. It's that side of her work that, I like the most as well, but I guess that is you're drawn to it because it's cheerful and, you know, you could imagine having an item, couldn't you, in your house and it brings you joy. I think, yes, um, I like all of the, I I really am drawn to all the patterns that she's done. Uh, I think um, I could see her actually being a fabric designer. It's just yeah. so nice. The, the, what she does with colours is so good. You know, they they are bright and bold, but they're quite acceptable together. They're not. They don't look out of place at all. So that yeah. everything that she designs in that way, you'd say, yeah, I could use that. I'd have that in my house. I like that. I actually have three pieces of Had's work up in my bedroom, so she's definitely given off the right vibe. <laughs> I just spotted it then. And I was like, I've seen that on her Etsy. <laughs> Recently, she relaunched her Etsy shop and everything looks amazing. And if you want to check it out, just search Had Davis on Etsy. 
Anyway, she's made this gorgeous design called Juno, which apparently came from doodling on her mum's iPad while she was trying to think of ideas for a college project. She lives in the countryside and has always been intrigued by nature and how things grow. And so the design ended up taking the form of abstract plants and she wanted to communicate like the rhythm and the flow of how the natural elements twist across the open space that she's surrounded by. And the end result is absolutely gorgeous. It's playful, it's energetic, it's uplifting. It's a fabric design that she's made into prints and notebooks and cards and she's sewn it into tote bags. And she says she likes the idea of using these items every day to embed positivity and growth into your life. I absolutely love that. I think that's a gorgeous idea. It's really impressive how many different things she can do, like to take the idea from beginning to end. She can have the idea, she can design the pattern and she can actually make the product. She like She's talented in so many different mediums. Sewing takes a lot of patience. Saying that though, she does apparently hate painting. She said she's a rubbish traditional artist and she struggles with things that require her to follow rules or techniques, which I completely understand. Well, I'm glad you introduced me to her because I think, you know, I don't think she has to worry because the work is lovely. I think perhaps she's very critical of herself, but actually her work is fun and bubbly and... You know, as I said, I think think she's somebody who's going to progress a lot in the art world because she's very young and she's got bags of talent there. Personally, I think I can't wait to see her journey through university and will she end up merging the two different parts of her work so she's just got one style that's her. I I am more pulled towards um, the other side of her work rather than the fine art side of her work. But I think it's all lovely. So whichever way she goes, I'm sure she'll be terrific in the future. Um, Another piece of her work that I'd like to talk about is a project that she did about consumerism. It's a blanket that she's sewn together, made entirely out of receipts and train tickets and vouchers and things like that. It measures the size of a double bed, so it must have taken ages. And she's embroidered onto some of the receipts too with the slogan of the brand. She basically wanted to communicate just how consumed we are by consumerism how obsessed we are with the act of buying so the idea behind the blanket was that we feel protected by money like a security blanket from a young age we're taught that as long as you have money things will be okay and she says that even she is guilty of like i'll buy this it'll cheer me up which i know i definitely do too especially at the moment there's there's four of us in the house and between us we've probably got at least one parcel arriving every day But before lockdown, it was so easy to go like, oh, I've had a bad day in work, I'll go shopping. Or, oh, I've worked hard today, I deserve a treat. And that's just what you do for every occasion for some reason. But by creating this large scale piece from bits of paper that more often than not, we throw away without looking at, it overwhelms the viewer and it's physical documentation of the spending partnered with the highlighting of how the brands lure us in. And it's, it's very in-your-face and has a tremendous shock value. She says she finds motivation in the everyday, in the emotions that she's feeling, the events that are happening in the world, the music that she's listening to, and the little things like the way the light dances across her room in the evening or the creases in her bed sheets when she wakes up, which I think is lovely. I think she's got a really beautiful way of viewing the world. And I know I keep turning every podcast episode very lockdown-y, but... 
I've kind of started to feel the same way a little bit lately. I've spent a lot of time just like looking out the window or nurturing the houseplants or sitting in the garden watching the birds. And they're all things that before lockdown I'd maybe have rushed or watched TV instead or watched TV while I was doing it. But it's, it's given me that extra time to really appreciate things. So as I mentioned before, um, I've spoken to Had on Instagram and I asked her if she's got any secret tips or tricks. And she said, just do it. You can do anything you set your mind to. <laughs> and it's paid off for her so far. She said, make everything and anything that you want to. And she's already doing that at 18. So much cooler than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, when she set up her Etsy shop, she didn't have a clue what she was doing, where to get things printed, what ink to use, and she was scared of asking people in case they got offended or they didn't want to tell her. But just ask people. People are generally kind. It's quite a refreshing attitude. Yeah. Well, you feel like you're in competition with people, don't you? Yeah. But in actual fact, people are approachable. and yeah. You're not selling the same thing anyway. So it doesn't matter if you have to share, does it? No. So Had has got loads of projects in the pipeline and I'm super excited to see what's next for her. She's starting university in September and her work is already so impressive. I actually, I can't wait to see where it leads her. Big things to come from Had, I think. Mm. Um, so that's probably pretty much everything um, about Had. Um, so next time, Mum, it is your turn to choose an artist. Do you know who you're going to pick? I do. Who's it going to be? Magdalena Abakanowicz. Oh, she was in one of the Liverpool burials, wasn't she? Yeah, I was lucky enough to go and see her work. I think it was 2010, it was in the Tate Liverpool. Okay, grand, let's get researching. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.